Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Friday, my friends. If you're listening on schedule, you got a weekend just ahead of you. Oh, what a blessing it is. Like, it doesn't even matter what day it is that you're listening. It's a gift. We get to be alive today. And I'm so thankful that you've invited me into your life. Thank you for pressing play. You happen to press play on a really special episode. We're going to do things a little bit different around here today. Going to have some fun with this one. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is... I was straight up tricked. Since tomorrow is my birthday, y'all, I am turning 48 years old tomorrow and I am super proud of that. I mean, I I once asked God, please God, give me the opportunity to grow old and gray with my husband. How can I complain when it's happening? <laughs> I'm growing old and gray, I get to be 48 years old tomorrow. So since tomorrow's my birthday, we're going to do something totally different today. I'm actually going to tell you the story behind the scenes. How did all of this start? You see, this past weekend at our Big Life Florida Keys retreat, I had an opportunity just to sit on a gorgeous beach and talk to girls that I'd never gotten to talk to before, uh, podcast listeners that really just didn't even know the behind the scenes, didn't know how all of this started. And it's really been on my heart that maybe you're here and, and you don't know the story behind all of this. And so God prompted me to share that today. How did all of this start? What did God do to bring me here to be talking to you today. Quite simply, I was straight up tricked into this. I was tricked. And I'm gonna share all of this today so that you can see how God wants to work in your life and how you already have everything needed for a purpose greater than you can possibly imagine. For me, It can all be summed up in one word, and this word is is quickly becoming one of my favorite words. It starts with a P, and y'all know I have a love for P words, providence. Providence, I, I would explain it as just God working his supernatural will through natural circumstances. And providence is always best seen in reverse. So this morning, I spent some time looking back to see God's hand in the details of my life to bring me to this place where I get to speak to you daily. How did we get here? What supernaturally unfolded in seemingly natural circumstances? My story, much like your story probably, first starts with the hard stuff. Isn't it funny how God's greatest works begin in the unfair, in the stuff that you would avoid if you could, in the struggle, in the darkness. But we're like these little caterpillars fighting a cocoon that is here for our benefit. We just can't see that when we're in it. I have 
to wonder if maybe we're in our next cocoon of darkness and hardship and struggle and all the things we wanted to avoid because God is preparing us for so much more than we could ever imagine. Life really is this series of growing and getting better, and that means perpetual cocoons followed by breakthroughs. The enemy continually tries to harm us, but God always uses it for good. If I could sum up my life, I feel like it's Genesis 50, 20. You intended to harm me. Uh-huh, enemy, you did. But God intended to use it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. Yes, the enemy thinks he has trapped you in struggle, hardship, and darkness. But God uses it as a cocoon. My first cocoon came in the form of a massive brainstem stroke as a newlywed at the age of 19. You've probably heard that story. I'm just going to hit on that a tiny bit because it really is the cocoon that started everything. I was left unable to walk or talk and had lost a good chunk of my memories and my overall confidence. While I didn't have a deep faith at that time, I had a God who never left my side and faithfully healed me against all odds. It was declared a freak accident and I was told to take an aspirin a day to be safe and continue on with my life. And so that's exactly what I did. At 23, I became pregnant with our first child and six weeks before my due date, I had another stroke, another blood clot lodged in my brain stem. The next few years, I found myself in a series of mini strokes, sometimes several a week, each fearfully leading to the next big one that I might not survive. And I began living in fear. I planned my own funeral. I laid out my clothes for my funeral. I hid goodbye letters in my Bible. And God came to me one night as I laid in bed and he stretched out his hand to me and he asked me if I was ready. And I said, no. And now I understand that he granted me more time and he gave me the opportunity to continue living this life so it can't be wasted You want to know why I wake up so dang happy every day with overflowing gratitude? That's why. Because I know it is truly a gift. And the truth is, it's truly a gift for all of us. Sometimes we just forget. So I found myself back in the hospital again. And this time, everything changed. I prayed a prayer and I made a commitment A promise to not waste what I had been given. A commitment to becoming the girl who would run if God would just let me walk again. I committed to being the girl who would tell everyone about him if he would just let me talk again. You want to know where it all started? That's where it started. That's why I'm here today. I have a faithful God who healed me and a promise I'm just trying to fulfill. A few weeks after that hospital stay, my husband heard this advertisement on the radio of the American Stroke Association looking for stroke survivors to run a marathon. He gave me the information for the meeting because he he knew that I had told God that I would start running if he would let me walk again. 
And I obliviously went to this meeting and I signed up. And on my way out of the door, I turned around and I said, oh, by the way, so like, um, how far is a marathon? 26.2 miles. I had made a horrible mistake. I was the nearly six foot tall girl in high school who became a cheerleader because basketball required running. I had never run a full mile in my life. Ever. But the commitment was made and a five month training program was offered. And in five months, I went from zero miles to being able to run 26.2 miles without walking. And it changed my life. It was God's providence guiding me here to you today. How did running a marathon guide me to you? Well, you see, uh, the American Stroke Association asked me to return the next season and be a mentor helping others run their first marathon. And this was my first taste at being a mentor. And I was hooked. And soon after, the American Stroke Association asked me to be their spokesperson. So I began speaking. And I was hooked again. I didn't wake up one day with a newfound purpose and all the talent in the world to step into it. It was just one little step at a time, one unfolding opportunity I was naive enough to say yes to. And most of the time, I was in way over my head. I had no idea what I was doing. Guys, it's laughable. No clue what I was doing, but I found when you are willing to just show up, God can do incredible things through you. And that's it, my sister. God is simply looking for an available vessel. If you will be available, he will use you. If you will be faithfully committed to remaining available, God will blow you away. I found he's not looking for a one-time availability. Oh, here I am, God, I'm available today, but don't ask me again. He's looking for a commitment. Will you show up no matter what? Will you continue even when it gets hard? If you will be that fully committed available vessel. God will do more than you could ever ask, think, or imagine through you. He doesn't need your wild talents and your extreme abilities. He needs your committed and faithful availability. If you offer that, then he has everything he needs. From there, I've found God will trick you. Mm-hmm. He is tricky, tricky, tricky up in here. God will trick you. When you make yourself available, he will straight up trick you into things that are way bigger than you think. Yes, I've come to find that God is tricky like that. He knew the big picture would scare me, so he only gave me a little at a time to keep me hooked. Trust me, this little country girl without a single day of college education would have quickly dismissed herself from the role of being your Jesus wake-up call every day. So he tricked me 
this is not what I set out to do. This isn't even what I signed up for. <laughs> I had no dreams or visions of this originally. I was simply asked by one old high school classmate 14 years ago if I would be her mentor. She was a single mom of four little boys. And her words to me through a Facebook message were, I'm a stressed out, worn out, burned out mama. Would you just help me be a smoking hot mama again? She needed motivation. She needed accountability. She needed a plan. And while I felt totally unqualified, I agreed to help her. And that day, I started a page on Facebook called the Smoking Hot Mama Club for just her and I. Again, you got to remember, those were her words. She just wanted to be this smoking hot mama. I didn't even know what a smoking hot mama would be, but that's what she wanted to be. And I was like, yeah, girl, I'm going to help you. So I started this page on Facebook called the Smoking Hot Mama Club just for her and I. And that's where we would check in daily. And the problem was I was brand new to Facebook and I didn't understand how a page worked. It was public. <laughs> and by the end of the day, we had 30 people there. I also didn't know how to shut it down. So it grew quickly. And yes, we were called the Smoking Hot Mama Club. So totally unintentional. And looking back, I see it was God's providence. I was being tricked into something I would have dismissed myself from. One year later, we had our first retreat in the basement of the Joplin, Missouri City Hall. Why? Because we couldn't afford anything else and it was free. <laughs> and we ran a marathon together. And that's where it all started, my friends. One little step at a time, it all led here to this place where I get to bring you Jesus with some pep and some zest each morning. And thankfully, the name was eventually changed to Big Life and it really cut down on the messages I receive. I never saw it coming and it's a good thing. In fact, I always tried to keep my faith hidden. My brother was the pastor. He could talk to people about Jesus. I would just try to help them to be happy again. And God was never brought to the table. Mainly because I didn't feel qualified to bring God to the table. I was so emotional with all things spiritual. And y'all, I am an ugly crier. Like snot fest can't talk through it. So I preferred to just leave God out and that's precisely what I did for the first few years. And then one day, 10 years ago, God showed up in my living room and he said to me ever so clearly, Pamela, I want you to start hosting a daily devotional call. I can't have made that up because I didn't even know what a devotional was. And I argued with God and I told him, God, I am not your girl. I don't know any scriptures. I can't even say Jesus without crying. But he didn't left, let me off the hook. And I reluctantly agreed to one week of devotional conference calls to prove I am not the one. God had it all wrong. 
that day I had my husband actually drive me to the local Barnes and Noble and I found my way to the Christian section where I'd never been before. And there I found a Joyce Meyer devotional. It said devotional on the front of it. So obviously that's what a devotional looked like. I bought it. And the very next morning, I hosted the first devotional conference call for like seven people, and I straight up plagiarized and read directly from that book. I cried all the way through the prayer. It was a hot mess. And at the end of the week of me plagiarizing and reading from this devotional book, because I didn't know what a devotional was supposed to sound like, I breathed this sigh of relief knowing that I had failed and surely God would move on and choose someone else for the job. And instead, he simply said, again. And quite honestly, over 10 years and thousands of devotionals later, you got to remember this originally was a conference call, (laughs) not a podcast. It was before the days of podcasts. All this time later, he simply hasn't ever given me permission to stop. He continues to say, again. And I still question if I'm the right girl for this. I still wonder why he would choose to use a girl with no degree and no training and very limited knowledge. But I know why. I'm just crazy enough to believe if I show up every morning, God will do what only God can do. And that's precisely what he has done. I was tricked. Tricked into a life I would have chosen if I would have only known. Tricked into things I would have ran from if I would have had the details. And tricked into connecting with you. And my heart is truly so grateful. Today, this is somehow the number one daily devotional podcast in the world. What does that mean? I don't even know. <laughs> because I intentionally don't look at the numbers. I, For real, I refuse to see the numbers. I ask my team to keep me in the dark on that. And you know why? Because I want to focus on talking to you. You, you as you work out, you as you get ready for your day, you as you drive, just you. Because the truth is, if you were the only one listening, I would still want to show up for you. It's why you will never hear an advertisement here. I make precisely zero dollars, zero dollars from this because I want to keep it pure and genuine and focused on you. Every time God says, again, I just want to show up with enough faith believing that he will speak through me if I am available. I have no plan beyond that. My sister, you don't have to have a plan. Those plans typically don't work out anyway. You don't have to know what you're doing. You don't have to have some wild talent or wicked skill. You don't have to be the best at anything. You simply have to be willing to show up faithfully and be a vessel to whatever God wants to do and keep showing up. Day after day, you stay committed. 
And God will trick you into things you would dismiss yourself from. He will use you in ways that would terrify you if you saw the full picture. And it will be better than you could ever possibly imagine. But remember how it often begins. It begins with a hardship. It begins with the thing you would avoid if you could. It begins with darkness and struggle. Because this is your cocoon. This is where God is doing a transforming work within you and preparing you for your breakthrough. And girl, when you break through, be daring enough to say yes to whatever opportunity God presents. Respond to his prompting in faith. And when he says do it again, you just keep showing up. I'm telling you, It's a life bigger and better than you could possibly imagine. (laughs) And I am just so honored that I get to speak to you. You. Just you. That's it. I'll do it if you keep listening. All right. Can I pray with you today? I've had some experience. I've had a little little over 10 years of, of praying every day publicly. I don't typically cry through it anymore, but whoo, it was a hot mess in the beginning. (laughs) Come on, let's pray together. Oh, good morning, Papa God. Thank you so much for a new day of life. Ah, thank you, God, for always working behind the scenes, doing bigger things than we could possibly imagine. Thank you for using every ounce of harm the enemy intended and turning it around and using it for good for what you're doing now, the saving of many lives. God, we just thank you for the cocoons and the breakthroughs. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for choosing to use us when we will just be faithful and committed to showing up. Thank you, God, for what you're doing in each and every one of our lives. I am so grateful to the girl listening right now. I pray for her and I pray for her family. I pray for your provisions for her and your protection over her and her family. I thank you so much for allowing our paths to cross. I am so grateful for her. I pray your blessings and your favor over her right now. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen. (laughs) All right, everybody, thank you for letting me do something a little bit different today for my birthday. Have a beautiful day of life. I love you wildly, and I would be honored to meet you again on Monday when God says again. Let's do it again. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.